ladies and gentlemen, we've invited the first class. Now we're inviting the executive platinum, platinum, emerald, sapphire, and ruby. If those words are written on your boarding Hey, hey, welcome back to Catch Flights, Not Feelings with your host, Rika. Today, I wanted to talk to you about my experience of international flights um, and how I went about that um, when I was in college. Um, I got the opportunity to study abroad in Vienna, Austria back in, I want to say 2011, and that experience for me was kind of my big introduction into international traveling and international culture and everything that, you know, sparked that joy within me to want to continue traveling and learning about different cultures. Uh, prior to our trip in the summer, we did a whole class dedicated to Austria and the things we were going to see and experience. Um, well, yeah, just FYI, I, I graduated in uh, graphic design, so I was an art major. So um, we really focused on art history, art culture, um, architecture, you know, anything that had to do with the artistic elements. So uh, I got the chance to do a presentation on the history of Austria and their kings and queens and, you know, how, how they became a country and how they became who they are today in a way so that really got me excited to actually experience Austria and everything it had to offer I was super excited um I even prior to that I had made a powerpoint to ask my parents um to travel overseas for study abroad purposes of course because duh I get credit for it so how how should I how why would I not um be able to go on this opportunity. Um, it got me the chance to learn different cultures and also get credits that I needed to graduate. So um, I, I got that experience. And so as we were going through our classes, um, I had a couple of art friends that we wanted to travel to other places afterwards um, to other countries after our travels so um, you know why not then if not never so that was my great experience into getting into Europe and continuing on from there so um, when I arrived let's actually let's back up before I even got on the plane um, I was coming from my sister's wedding so as soon as my sister's wedding um com was done i was part of it um i hopped on a plane the next morning and started my travels um i landed in germany i believe for my first international um, connection and lo and behold i missed my connection flight um I think because the first flight got delayed and so by the time I landed in Germany um, 
I was all discombobulated, the time difference, the time change, I had missed my flight, and so I am, that was my first experience, like, I had the old phones, um, those little phones with a calling card, and I was crying, I was like, I don't know who to call, I'm in a foreign country, I don't understand anything, I'm scared, um, but luckily I got a hold of my sister um, that morning and or her night or my morning whatever it was as far as time change and um, you know she calmed me down and I was able to go talk to a gate agent and get me on the next flight out um, but that was really um, a whirlwind for me because I was so I was in a foreign country for the first time by myself, and I had no idea what to expect. I didn't know what to do. Um, I was literally scared out of my mind. Um, <clears throat> but I was, I, you know, stopped crying eventually um, after five, ten minutes, and I was like, okay, I can do this. I, I know what I'm doing. I, I can figure it out, and so I did. I was able to you know, like I said, talk to a gate agent, they gave me some food vouchers, so I went and got some food, um, and at that time, I luckily had met up with one of my friends, she had landed in the same airport as me, um, just a little bit later, because they were coming in from another city, so, um, by that time, I was really a little bit more relaxed, um, so I could get on my next flight, um, and finally land in Vienna, Austria. So, when I got to Vienna, um, I was totally amazed. <laughs> um, it was, to say the least, a big culture shock to me. Um, I got off the plane, um, I do believe I had to take a train, uh, underground to get to where I needed to be. Uh, we were all meeting up at, uh, a hostel, so, um, luckily I had my friend with me, so we, we, we got confused, um, with the, with the area right off the bat, um, but we adjusted and adapt, and, and adapted and um I was pretty proud of pretty proud of us that we just went with the flow um I took you know I kind of took that leadership role and was like okay this is where we need to go let's do this um and let's get to where we need to where you need to be to meet up with the group um and so that's kind of what started that spark of I think just Anytime I arrive in a new country, I kind of just immediately adapt and um, kind of in, indulge myself of what that culture is going to be like, um, pick up on social cues, um, and pick up on kind of the surroundings that I'm in. And I was able to talk you know, reach out and call my parents, let them know I was okay. So back to kind of what laid the grounds of why we were in Vienna, Austria. We got to visit museums, we got to visit the palaces, um, and just kind of walk around and indulge in the culture that is Vienna, Austria. Um, I, you know, I 
honestly that was my first experience of gelato and I completely fell in love with it um if you don't know this about me I love sweets I love ice cream extremely and gelato just oh my gosh just the texture the taste the flavors um how they presented it uh there was one ice cream shop right down the street from where our hostel was and i literally want stop there every day um on the way back from an activity or on the way to an activity depending on the time of day but there was one ice cream that looked like spaghetti and oh my gosh it was to die for it was amazing they made the ice cream shavings out of spaghetti noodle into spaghetti noodles then they covered it with strawberry syrup and then they covered it with like some white chocolate um to look like parmesan oh man uh it gets my mouth watering just as I'm thinking about it but that truly was an amazing place and I wish I would have documented where it was. Um, I, I only took pictures of my ice cream, but um, I'm, I just was really excited about that. And um, if you follow me on Instagram, you can follow me at RikaElise24, and uh, I'll post some pictures of my trip to Vienna, Austria on there so you guys can kind of experience a little bit of what what I saw, um, as I was going, as I was experiencing this, um, as almost a 21 year old getting to experience a different culture. And that truly sparked a joy within me, um, to continue that, to find that, to just find, always search for that love and that joy whenever I travel to anywhere I go now. And, that truly <clears throat> was was everything for me that was the start and that was the beginning of my love of travel and so um you know as i was going to vienna um and researching all their culture and history also i'm i'm a pretty big art history buff um I almost minored in it, surprisingly, because I took so many art history classes, but um, learning about the history of Vienna and learning and just seeing it come to life, you know, you do all this research and you see all these photos online, you're making a presentation about it, you're talking about it constantly, but to actually step foot in the places that you've talked about and the places that you've seen pictures of is truly just breathtaking. I think it takes my breath away every time I think about it because it truly is pictures don't do any anything justice to me to me um, to actually be in that space and say, hey, I was there. I stepped foot on that ground. I stepped foot in that palace. I stepped foot in that um, opera house or that hostel or whatever it may be excites me every time because that's truly a one of a kind experience that I think everybody needs to have and really feel that that culture and that history kind of flow through you flow through your body and experience that because um, that truly 
takes your breath away. Like some of these buildings, some of this, most of this culture. It's so amazing to me um, that, you know, this this type of experience was there for me and I just couldn't have explained it any better um, than how, you know, I actually documented this on my blog um, because that was part of my, my uh, uh, credits for, for going overseas. It was definitely finding a way to blog about it or document this experience. And so I blogged about it and um, I'm going to read you guys a couple, um, some expert excerpts of what I talked about or what I saw when I was there. So here's an excerpt from my blog. Uh, it looks like I wrote this on June 8th, 2011. And the title is a little bit shorter, but not sunnier day. <laughs> Apparently it was not a sunny time or, um, this was like, I think my second or third day in Vienna. So it said, we headed to the Kunstrons, oh gosh, an art museum today, Kunstronstries. I'll have to explain how I said that. I don't know. And, and man, oh man, was that a big museum. We were given two hours to go explore and see what we wanted, and that wasn't even enough time. By the next hour, we were worn out, and the painting started to look all the same. All I wanted to see were mummies and Egyptian themes. Save the best part for last, of course. <laughs> the huge statue as you walk up the stairs to start your journey through time was here. There was a baby statue head with big ears. <laughs> and finally, I got to the mummies. After the lovely view of old school art, which, side note, I appreciate art, but I was getting very bored of art, too, by this point. We were going to head to the Hofsburg Palace Museum. As some of you may know, I did a presentation on the famous ruling monarchy, the Habsburgs, before we left in their palaces. So this was, a, was exciting to get to walk through some of the rooms and actually see it for myself. Below are just some of the Hofburg's imperial plates and things um, in between the art museum and the Hofsburg Palace is about a five to ten minute walk. And so it all started pouring during that time. It started pouring, downpouring rain between that walk. Um, and so we all hid under a bridge. Um, and at that point, I remember now, um, at that point, my umbrella broke. Uh, we were all soaking wet as well as our shoes, our bags. So after going to see the Hofburg Palace and Art Museum, we went and had lunch. And this is where I fell in love with a Wiener Schnitzel. Deep fried meat. Um, gosh, the pictures don't do it justice but it takes up a whole plate um, and it's the size of my head if not bigger but it's deep fried meat um, I had turkey you can have lamb um, but it, I had to split it with a friend <laughs> um, which was crazy but that is so big but um, I'm not gonna lie I had that Wiener schnitzel um, at least two more times while I was in Vienna <laughs> because it was so good all you had to do to season it was spread some lemon on it and you were good to go like I didn't need any dipping sauce or anything I literally just ate it from from scratch and that was amazing um and to top off that day I had a cookies and caramel gelato ice cream 
Um, but of course it was raining again by the end of the day. So back to our hostel and hoping, I guess we lost the other half of the group at that point, but that was just, you know, a little snippet of an experience from my Vienna trip. Um, I just, and I know I documented, I definitely had documented, um, that I was stuck in Warsaw, but, um, and kind of a little bit of documentation, uh, my first full day in Austria, and it was just so exciting. I know my body wasn't able to sleep because of the time difference, but I was just so excited, and um, just all these all these different tidbits, you know, you got a famous apple ginger ale soda called Alm Doodler, um, and I have the bottle still left because I keep all of these mementos when I travel, and, you know, I had that opportunity. I had um, the euro in my back pocket for things and getting to finally exchange money for the first time and having different currency on hand um, other than our dirty dollar over here. But, you know, we walked up this, we first stepped, let's see, um, we went to the famous St. Stephen Square and walked up the famous 343 stairs to get to the top of the church. And my oh my, was that was that fun um it was a spiral staircase going all the way up to the top of the apex um to get to the top but once you got to the top you looked out and you could see so much of Austria and or so much of Vienna and it's so beautiful to see something so different than what I see when I'm looking at out the windows of the high rises in my city in Colorado Springs and seeing the different rooftops and the different architecture throughout this throughout this city was so surreal and I just I don't know it's so breathtaking to me to experience that we got to experience the Belvedere Palace um and like I said I did a presentation on the history of the monarchy of Austria and definitely this palace and so when I was when we actually got to go see it I was just floored my jaw dropped um it was a fantastic view you had the upper and lower palaces because of course who's duh when you own when you're a monarchy you have to have upper and lower palaces and you have grounds for days and you know being able to see that experience um it was just so so amazing and I do hope that you know in your guys's travels that you're able to experience this as well but it was the the pictures don't do it justice like I said um but the grounds were immaculate um I definitely think it gives verse the palace of Versailles uh run for its money um I do think that it was kind of uh, amazing um, but this is a kind of little tidbit too this this set of a palace was turned into a museum and the upper Belvedere Palace held the Klimt masterpiece the kiss at one point um, but they had many fountains they had um, just such a large 
large amount of space and large amount of grounds covering them. Um, oh gosh, tidbit, yes. It uh, looks like I forgot my student ID, um, but definitely if you are a student in college or high school or middle school, don't forget to travel with your student ID because you get some student discounts at some of the museums. So um, unfortunately, I didn't get one. I didn't get a discount because I forgot mine, but um, you know, being able to experience that anyways, no matter what, um, was still breathtaking. And I was literally just amazed by the, how large of a space it was and how, how big Austria was compared to, I mean, America's great and all, but we don't have as much, we don't have as long of a history as some of these other countries do. And I think that's what really, I think that's another aspect of what entices me too, is the, the experience or the history of all these countries and what they just, what, just how exciting and how much culture and how much history is embedded in their streets is embedded in their buildings because you can look from one side to another and see you know the old town Austria or the new town Austria um, and be able to see the differences in time and see the differences in how people grew up or what they know about their own history and their culture and how much they love it um, or how much they don't love it you know they cover both but I think it's just so amazing to see I mean honestly it's it's surreal every experience that I've had um, and being able to just immerse myself in all these different art museums and the culture truly has been one for the books and that's what really sparks that joy for me and this is where it all happened this is where it all started well this is my first experience traveling by myself and experiencing another culture on my own and being able to say hey this is what I did today what I, I experienced this big palace or I experienced gelato for the first time or experienced riding on a metro train or an underground train in another country because we never had that and so this is I think this is the part where I truly became humble um in my in my experiences and where I truly was able to be so grateful for the experiences and the lessons learned during this experience. And so, you know, Vienna, Austria will always have a place in my heart, just like all the other cities and countries that I visited. But Vienna will always be my first country that I got to experience on my own and really spark that joy of wanting to travel more and experience more countries um and this was that jumping point and I am so thankful for that experience I truly am I'm thankful for my instructor my art instructor Alan Hashimoto 
Um, may he rest in peace. But I'm so thankful for that opportunity that he provided my art class, my graphic design team um, to be able to experience. And I learned so much from from myself um, during that during that trip. Well, I just hope that you guys get to experience a different countries just like I have and open up that world to not only yourself, but maybe your friends, your family, your kids. Just be immersed in the culture. You know, get lost on those streets. Get lost in the city. Get lost in the art. And truly experience as much as you can because we all have the same 24 hours in a day and what you do with it is you know determines how you live your life and I really am on that truly seek finding phase of catching those flights experiencing that culture and truly immersing myself in that culture it's it's surreal every time I don't know what how else to describe it, but I think when I think you guys know whoever does travel or whoever gets to travel when you step off the plane into another country, when you step outside of the out airport into another country, I think just taking that first initial breath, that inhale and that exhale of smelling and seeing the culture and seeing the sights and the hearing the sounds and hearing the t people talk that is truly what makes an experience so wonderful so truly wonderful welcome to the segment delayed flights Hey, hey. So I want to talk to you about um, connecting flights or missing your connection flight. So how does this happen? Let's say your first connection flight uh, may have been delayed by, I don't know, maintenance or weather or uh, an irate passenger. Either way, you have finally missed you're, and you know it, you're sitting on that tarmac and you're checking your flight and you realize you still haven't left an hour into what your supposed flight is supposed to be. And you realize, well, what do I do? Uh, I know I'm going to miss my connection flight, so let's just settle in for this flight and as long as we get there safely, I'll figure it out when we land in that airport. So, you get to that airport finally, and you run to the gate agent, and you figure out, well, how do I get to the next, how can I get to my final destination, and or my next flight, um, because I'm already delayed. Um, I've already missed my connection flight, this is already a hindrance, um, this is nothing new to a traveler like me, um, and you just have to go with the flow. Um, I've had a point where 
there was no other connection flights that day so I got a hotel voucher and some hotel or food vouchers and was able to stay at a hotel for the night because another flight wasn't coming until the next day which is really odd because uh the airport I was flying out of uh, was San Francisco, and you would be surprised. I, I was very surprised that there was no connection flights back to Denver, um, but there wasn't. So I settled in. I took in some sights. Um, so I made the best of it because why not? We're going to be there all day. So in that case, um, when you have a connection flight, I suggest to talk to a gate agent as soon as possible to get you to your final destination um, whatever that looks like uh, don't stress too much over it uh, because things happen and you can't you can't change them you just kind of have to go with the flow but I do try and go in with uh, you know a grain of a, uh, just some grace towards towards them because that towards the gate agents because it's not their fault um they weren't flying the plane they literally have nothing to do with why your flight was delayed at all so just go in and be understandable and reasonable as best as you can and don't don't get angry at them because they're not the ones who did anything literally it was out of their hands so they're just trying to help you uh, get to your final destination so just be mindful of that when these things do happen because they do no matter what um, I don't know one traveler who has not had a delayed flight or a misconnection um, and so just be mindful of that situation um, of connecting flights and missing them so Thank you for listening to the segment, Delayed Flights. Thank you for listening to Catch Flights, Not Feelings, with your host, Rika.